Yo, what's going on, guys? Before we get on with today's episode, I just want everyone listening to this today to make sure you're following us on Instagram at QF Podcast and on Twitter at QF Podcast underscore. And check out our YouTube channel at Quarantine Football Podcast. You know, we post our episodes on YouTube and all that good stuff. And everyone listening today, I want you all to do one quick favor for me. Tell a friend about us. You know, share the link with one of your friends today. Doesn't have to be multiple friends. Could be mul- could be multiple. Could be just one. But tell a friend to tell a friend. Get our show out there. Word of mouth. You know the vibes. Thank you, everyone. And, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. What's going on, guys? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today, sitting down on this beautiful day, talking some football. And today I got uh, Dorian with us. What's going on, Dorian? How's your day been? What's going on, Ryan? I'm doing pretty well. You know, I'm excited for this interview we've got going on today. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, very, very excited to be here. Uh, you know, for me personally, I got my uh, virtual graduation tonight. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, it's been a pretty good day so far. Just been uh, relaxing and uh, enjoying uh, my bedroom and Netflix pretty much. But uh, enough about me because today we have a very special guest on the show, offensive lineman Chris Glazer Jr. on the show with us from the University of Virginia. What's going on, man? What's up? How you fellas doing? I'm doing pretty well today. How, how are you yourself? Good. Just got done with the lift and uh, excited to be on the show today. Hey, man. Pleasure to have you. Uh, Has UVA given you guys like a date when you guys are like coming back for those workouts? I know for me, uh, JMU, some, I have some uh, friends on the football team. They're going back like early July and they got to like quarantine in their dorm for a week and they're bringing them like food and stuff. It's like a, it's like a week long vacation. Is UVA doing anything like that? Yeah. So pretty much we'll be back July 5th uh, quarantining um, for a week and then we'll start um, little little mandated uh, workouts on the 13th, I believe. Hey, I mean, you know, that's a good sign. You know, fingers crossed we get a season in the fall. You know, hopefully that uh, that that's happening in the near future. But uh, I'm going to hop right into the questions. This is a real, really broad one we like to ask everyone on the show right when we start out. Uh, how did you uh, get into football to begin with? Man, so I actually didn't even play sports probably until my eighth grade year. Um, I lived out in Hawaii. I was born and raised there. Um, I played quarterback, um, second string, third string, uh, you know, didn't play, didn't see very much time. Got like three snaps. They're all run plays. Didn't even get to throw the ball. Um, and then I moved to Ohio and my dad kind of, you know, pushed me to, to go towards football and to keep continue on to play. Cause I originally didn't want to play, mm-hmm. um, anymore, but yeah. So started there. I moved from quarterback all the way down to offensive line. And uh, that's where I've been ever since. I, that's so weird. Like, how does how does one go from, like, quarterback to offensive line? I just feel like that's such a, like, difference in, like, <laughs> size and, like, position. And, like, that's just such a, like, unique, like, I guess, transition from position to position. I feel like, you know, a lot of guys will go from, like, quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, halfback. Just, that's just really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I, I, never, I never played football until mm-hmm. my eighth grade year. And besides, like – practice I didn't do anything else you know I didn't yeah I didn't practice running or anything else whatever we did in practice was all I did and um got to Ohio Cleveland area and I, I remember this I was going to ninth grade I saw this set incoming seventh grader throw more accurate than me <laughs> I could bomb it I could bomb it but I could I was not accurate whatsoever mm-hmm. I saw him and I was like you know what maybe this is just not for me let me let me go 
try a different position. Um, I moved from quarterback to middle linebacker to DN, D tackle, tight end. And then they're just like, you know what, we'll put you on, on the O line just because, you know, I was bigger than anyone, everyone else. So it just made sense. Yeah, I mean, you know, with with your experience now at uh, offensive line, does does UVA ever like play you in a you know some sort of like special like set where you're a tight end, say like it's a like an I form or something like that, where they need a uh, a blocking tight end sort of you know, and you have the uh, the blocking experience, obviously, you know, does UVA ever do something like that? Oh no, 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 not at all. Nah. I mean, you should talk <laughs> to them. You should, you should. I've been I've been praying for them to do that with me. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'll um, have to no. have a word with the coaches. I'll have to, I'll have to shoot them some emails. Got to make it happen for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, Dorian, I'm going to pass it over to you. Yeah, no, like, like you said, uh, you moved to the O-line. So do you think that, that helps uh, with you knowing to play O-line? Like you, you have the knowledge of being a previous quarterback? Uh, I mean, I think, I think if, let's say, you played quarterback for like two years, three years, and you actually had some knowledge, I had zero knowledge. You know, I, did, I was really just like, Coach said, throw the ball to this player. I threw it, you know, and that was, that was pretty much the extent of my knowledge at quarterback. So I think if, if you were a quarterback for a while, understood the game, then yeah. But for me, it didn't. Like, I remember when I first got to O-line, I, I blocked the D. They made me block the D-end every play. Didn't matter what play it was. I said, you're on the D-end, and that's it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that it's a – that's an interesting way of how to put it. You know, you just have the, the offensive tackle, you know, block this guy. You know, I know, I feel like in the NFL now, they kind of like game plan to have a specific like offensive lineman block this specific defensive end. Like uh, we were talking with uh, Daniel Brunskill, offensive guard of the 49ers. And, you know, there's a whole like article about him, like blocking Aaron Donald. Does, does UVA like do that for you? You know, when you guys have like a crucial matchup against like, like Virginia Tech, you know, uh, that, that rivalry right there, do they have you mm-hmm. like set to block this like specific player? No, uh, we don't have like, okay, you're going to block him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really just, we, we, we do our research, we see who's the best player, and, and we go, you know what, it, it's your week. This is your week to shine. Um, I'd say the only thing that, in regards to your question, is I, I'm like, we call it Jaguar. I'm like mm-hmm. the all-time puller. So if there's a pool play, you know, that'll probably be me. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure when you're in the huddle, they're like, oh, it's a pull play. You could That smile, you know, going across your face, like, my time, oh, yeah, no my doubt. time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no doubt. I, <laughs> That's definitely some great stuff. You know, I just talked about with, uh, you know, you guys playing Tech, that rivalry. Uh, how does it feel to get that win this past season over Tech uh, in that, that huge rivalry game? Man, it was, it was huge. It was, it, it was almost cooler to see the community because, mm-hmm. I mean, we had people after that game, like, man, it's been, it's been so long. I w- people were saying, I'm, I was 20 years old the last time you guys beat them, and now, now they have grandkids or, or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They have kids of their own. Um, and then plus, you know, it's been, it was a long goal for us. It's been a goal ever since I got there. You know, that's all mm-hmm. we could talk about was B-Tech, B-Tech. Um, and so to finally get it, it was very accomplishing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's been, it was in forever when you guys beat uh, Tech. So definitely it was, was a great game to watch on TV and, you know, <laughs> going to, going to UVA, you know, obviously they have a stud basketball team. And, uh, you know, I was texting about this with you. Uh, I, I kind of hold a grudge against their basketball team because of uh, March Madness <laughs> last year. But have you uh, have you really enjoyed, like, going to watch uh, UVA games? Because obviously, you know, previous year they, they won the national championship, which was crazy. Oh, man, it, it was – it's the most fun to watch them win and, and to, to see your friends have success. 
Um, but I remember, I won't lie, I remember my first year there, you know, growing up in Cle or going to high school in Cleveland, you see, you know, LeBron, the Cavaliers, you know, winning, um, winning it all. And it's so fast paced. And then you get to Virginia and it's slow, very slow. <laughs> um, but, but one thing that I remember is they always say embrace the pace. So, you know, embracing it and, and knowing that this is, this is how they play. This is, this is when they're the best, you know, you got to embrace it. So I, I love watching it now. I think it's great basketball. Um, Coach Tony Bennett is doing a great, great stuff with uh, those guys. And I'm excited to see what they can do this year. Hopefully that we have it. They have a year. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. man. You know, uh, if you guys didn't know, I told this story before on the pod when we talked with uh, Terrell, but in uh, <laughs> March Madness tournament last year, I had, I was, I could have won $380 and then DeAndre Hunter decided to hit that corner three to send it overtime. And then I didn't <laughs> win $380. So that's kind of why I hold a grudge against that team. But you know, where, how, how was like the, I know, you know, before that season, UVA had that, uh, that very historical loss, oh, yeah. 16 mm -hmm. you know, what was, what was like the atmosphere? Like, I, I just want to hear like how it was on campus when that happened. Oh man. I remember, I, I can't say for campus cause you know, mm -hmm. um, the community speaks so loud, you know, mm -hmm. it was devastating. You know, there was like a lull after the loss, but to see some of the fans, um, you know, encourage our guys and all that was nice. But then, you know, you, know, you also saw guy, other guys, other people in the community just, you know, saying we should have done this, should have done this. And, you know, you got – at the end of the day, people have to realize that those are kids, you know. Those yeah. are guys just like me, and they go through that heartbreak. It's not like they didn't try – like they tried to lose that game. They didn't throw it or anything. So, um, I felt bad for them. But, you know, they used that for the next year, and look what they did, you know. True. I mean, you know, that – that historical loss was just heartbreaking and they used that uh that sort of you know they they really wanted it put it that way and they they went right. and got it done pretty much all right uh, dorian i'm gonna pass over you for a few questions man yeah i mean you, you talk about going to the basketball games and everything but what else do you enjoy just uh, on campus i know i'm a college student ryan's about to be a college student so what what would you say is your favorite part about being on that campus Man, I mean, for me, it's it's really just football in school and going eating and sleeping. Um, but I'd say for the summertime, you know, that's when we get a little more uh, leisure and a little bit more time to ourselves. And, and really just the city of Charlottesville. I mean, it's got the greatest food I think I've ever had besides Hawaii. Um, you know, the people are so kind and all that. And, uh, yeah, I'd say the food. That's a very offensive line thing to say, but the food is very good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I'm not O-line, but I enjoy some good food, too. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what what would you say is the hardest part about playing O-line? Hardest part is you have five guys trying to do the same thing, and if one guy messes up, then the whole thing is messed up. You know, if, if, if one guy messes up at any point, like you could say, oh, man, I messed up on play. But if you have, like, one guy do it this play, the next play, the next play, then you have no drive. You know, it starts with us. If we don't protect, if we don't block, the plays goes nowhere. You know, unless unless you have Bryce Hall or Bryce Perkins who can just, you know, get out of it and throw it, which was nice. But, you know, it, it starts with us. So, you know, yeah, I'd say just trying to get the play, you know, started and prolong it so that we can actually do stuff is probably the hardest part. Yeah, I mean, O-line is, in my opinion, a position that requires chemistry to go to go throughout the entire line for you guys to be able to block. You look at even in the NFL today, like the Eagles, for example, they just lost Brandon Brooks, and mm -hmm. people are saying that that's going to be a huge loss, even mm -hmm. though they have all this time to prepare. But 
Brandon Brooks has played like his entire career with Lane Johnson and Jason yep. Kelsey. So like it, it's definitely a huge loss for them. But uh, like again, it, it just goes down to chemistry and fit. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Chemistry is huge. I mean, like you know, my center, uh, Olusha Gunolo Timmy, number fifty-five. I my, he's probably my best friend on the whole line. It's my dude, and <laughs> I. I don't even have to hear what he says. I know what he's thinking. You know, that, you know, same with my right tackle, uh, Dylan Rankinsmeyer or, or Ryan Soboto. You know, I, I know how they're going to play. You know, in the beginning, it's, it's very trial and error, you know, but that's all in fall camp. And by the time you get to the season, you know, smooth, or at least you hope it's smooth. And uh, I think that's what we did this year. We had a rough game during our first game, but, you know, we, uh, we slowly got better as the season went on. So, you know, I think, I think we did a good job this year, but we can always do better. Definitely, and I think I think you, you see you see that a lot with O lines, especially you know getting back to training camp and then going to play real real football. There, there's an adjustment that takes place, and you know right. you, you have new guys coming on the team every year, so it's, mm-hmm. it's everyone's just trying to get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, for you personally, what would you say is like one part about your your game that you really take pride in? I know you uh, just spoke mm-hmm. about, you know, the polling plays. Is that like something that, you know, really, you really take pride in and think that like separates you from other offensive linemen? Yeah, so I'd also say my versatility. I mean, like my first year I played O-line. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played, I played offensive tackle. Um, and then the, after that, I played guard. Um, in a game, I played every position. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> played right tackle, left tackle. I've started at all four except for center. I haven't started at center. But I've started at left tackle, right tackle, right guard, left guard. Um, so I take pride in that and being able to play every position. You know, coach doesn't need me now because now we have guys who are like 6'7", 6'9", 6'10", on our team. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to be tackle anymore. But um, I do take pride in that. And mm-hmm. uh, also just like watching a lot of film, understanding the game, um, I think I have a high level of that and I can get better obviously uh, with understanding more things like coverages and all that. But uh, I, I think I have a high level of understanding the, the game of football. Yeah. I mean, you know, be, being versatile, being uh, versatile in, uh, in the league, you know, what in uh, the NFL, at least, you know, that's what coaches really like look for. And, you know, having that already uh, for UVA in uh, college football, I think that's really like a crucial part for anyone's game. So, you know, would you say that, like, playing in the NFL is one of your biggest goals for at least uh, beyond your college career? Yeah, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I I think it would be great. It's funny because from Cleveland, I went to high school in Cleveland, and the the 2021 draft is going to be here in Cleveland. So, you know, it's always been a thing with my parents. Like, what if you get drafted to the Browns (laughs) in Cleveland? And I'm in Cleveland already. So I think, you know, that would be really cool. To, for one day to happen um so hopefully I can have a, a good year this year great year and um see what happens yeah I mean you know that sounds like the perfect story pretty much you know getting drafted <laughs> yeah. to your hometown to your hometown team and you know that that just sounds like an, an incredible story uh, Dorian I know you're trying to say something yeah no I was just gonna ask how difficult was that you said you played all four positions mm-hmm. on the O-line other than center how difficult was that for you yeah so I think I think tackle besides guard or besides um center was probably the hardest just because you're put on an island out there you know you have you have guys who who are probably like five times faster than you they're running straight forward and you gotta you gotta backpedal pretty much and when I played tackle as a freshman I weighed 
270. My first game I played, I weighed 260. I was very light. Um, so I think that was the hardest for me um, in the beginning stages. But actually, the last, I think it was last year, last summer, was when I uh, had to transition a little bit to center. Um, and just ne never snapping the ball before, that was pretty hard. Um, but I got the hang of it pretty, pretty easily. And, you know, I'm still a backup if we need it today. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, you don't. I'm from from my experience. I don't hear too much about guys like, oh yeah, I played pretty much every position in a certain area. So I that's definitely impressive, and you know, that that's awesome that you have the ability to do that. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, going up against like a lot of guys in your conference, you know, especially on Clemson. Uh, how was it? How was it playing Clemson? You know, last year, you know, having to block guys like like Isaiah Simmons for example you know I know he's yeah, more, yeah. he's pretty much like he's pretty much like you but on the defensive side where you could play like all those different <laughs> positions you know how how was it going up against that uh powerhouse school man they're they're a great team um mm -hmm. can't say say more about it but um you know they had such like raw power and talent and and just to have them because you see a lot of times where you have a team who's either um all-stars but they can't play together mm -hmm. or you have teams who aren't that way but they have very, they have great cohesion and I think I think Clemson was by far the best team that to, to have both sides um big strong guys uh play with cohesion chemistry um but you know we got them regular season this year and we hope to see him in the ACC championship again um to do some work so yeah hey, I'm excited I mean, about that challenge yeah. again yeah, for sure. You know, wanting to go back and uh, get that get that revenge pretty much against, uh, you know, the the golden boy, Trevor Lawrence. You know, everyone, <laughs> everyone wants to beat him. I'm sure you guys uh, feel the exact yeah. same, right? <laughs> I think no he's doubt, a good dude. Yeah. I didn't wear the Clemson t-shirt today. Had that on yesterday. They had what They had what on there? No, I had a Clemson t-shirt on when we were recording. Oh, man. <laughs> man, aren't you like, Dorian, aren't you like a Clemson and also like an Ohio State fan? Like, how does that even work? L listen. So what happened? I, I I can say I'm an Ohio State fan as well. I, I grew up an Ohio State fan. My dad's an Ohio right. State fan. Yeah. But you know, I, you know, I, I could I could agree with you. Yeah. No. Nah, I what happened was I I started to become an Ohio State fan, and like all my friends were Ohio State fans, and I was like, oh, this, this seems like a cool team. And then my cousin went to Clemson, and I loved watching Deshaun Watson. So I was like, oh, cool, yeah. whatever. And, you know, I was, I was maybe 14, 15, so I didn't see anything wrong with it at first. And then, and then you know, I, I got older and I was like, ooh, this is kind of bad. Yeah, that's like, that's like pretty much being like a like completely different sport, but that's like being like a Devils fan and a Rangers fan. Like, that's like pure rivalry, right? Like, you can't be a fan of those two teams. So I really don't understand that. But uh, going back to, you know, more about the personal side of uh, your experience with uh, at a UVA right now, what would you say – is something that, you know, you like to do before a big game to, you know, sort of, I guess, calm your butterflies or just get, like, zoned in, you know? Man, I mean, I don't I don't have big, like, I do this, I do that. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of just chill there, you know, um, listen to music, whatever, whatever plays, I, I listen to it. Um, doesn't have to be rock and roll, doesn't have to be rap, you know, whatever plays just I listen to. Um, and then we have a clock on there. It says when we go out and as soon as it's about 20 minutes before I start getting ready to go out and do my thing. Um, you know, I try to be as comfortable as possible and that, that's all I do. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, a lot of guys, you know, they'll either have that, like, weird extensive ritual, like, oh, I need to sit here, I need to do this action before the game, but, you know, a lot of guys like like you, yourself, you know, you don't really have uh, much, you know, I know you mentioned you uh, you listen to music before games, do you have any, like, go-to song that you like to listen to, or just, like, a playlist? Oh, man, yeah, I got this pump-up rock, so, like, I, I listen to that uh, mm-hmm. most of the time, um, so when I when it's like a serious game like Virginia Tech, I'm always listening to that. You know, what I'm saying? Like I, I got I got listened to it. Um, and War Pigs by uh, Black Sabbath is always gets me going. That's that's my song. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting getting pumped up and uh, ready for the game. You know, uh, we spoke about this on the show also. But uh, for me personally, I like uh, music-wise, you know, the the low-key guys. Like, obviously, I don't play football, so I'm not getting all pumped up and stuff like that. But I like to listen to uh, J. Cole, uh, you know, the Dreamville mm-hmm. artist, just like the uh, – mm-hmm. I guess you would say, like, the vibey, like, type of music. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know how else you describe it. Uh, Dory, I don't know uh, what you listen to, man. Yeah, no, J. Cole is definitely at the top of my list in terms of rapper. He's probably my favorite artist at the moment, but, you know, I'm a I'm a R&B type of guy, so, you know. I, okay, I yeah. So, you know, like some of my favorites were, like, when we were younger, Usher, Neo, guys like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just. Nelly. Yep. Nel- <laughs> Nelly. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, that's a throwback right there. That's like, then, that's like giving me, yeah. like, middle school memories right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. not, and then now, you know, guys like Bryson Tiller, Jack Lee sometimes, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, those, those are some good guys. I mean, you know, all about the music for sure for me. Uh, another question I wanted to touch upon is, uh, you know, kind of the other side of what we just asked about is, uh, is there anything you like to do post-game that, like, maybe maybe the team does, like, a little, like, going out to a restaurant or something? Or are you one of those guys which I feel like a lot of the guys we've talked to after a big game, you go back and pretty much just pass out in your bed? Um, so, if you know, if it's a win, you know, we always dance mm-hmm. in the locker room. You know, we break the rock and we dance. So, I think – you know, I love to dance, so dance with my boys is my favorite thing to do. Um, but besides that, you know, our family has a tailgate right outside of um, our locker room. It's just across the street up at mm-hmm. the house. So always, always love going over there post game, chopping it up with the parents um, and, and you know the other families. So that's I'd say that's my pregame ritual or postgame ritual. Yeah, you know, we always see on a Twitter, Instagram when the team gets that big win, all of them yeah, just yeah. like jamming out in the locker room. Seems like an amazing, amazing feeling. And, you know, getting to spend time with the fam after a big game, definitely some great stuff right there. We talked to a lot of guys, you know, we, we our perception, like for uh, Dorian and I, before we, uh, before we started this podcast with athletes, we thought that like a lot of guys went out and like, you know, partied after big games, just like, you know, had a great time. You know, it seems like that's really, really not the case. A lot of guys either, you know, go out, spend time with the fam, or they just go back to their room and just absolutely like pass out after an exhausting game. Yeah, so I think I think after away games, it's definitely, you know, we fly back that night um, or that day, um, go back uh, to our room and just pass out. Because by the time we get back, it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. <laughs> um, but, but I can't say, you know, like after the VTech game, it was it was a party. So, yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. It sounds like some great stuff right there. Uh, Dorian, I'm going to pass over to you. Yeah, I was going to say, like, th- I think we get that perception because we've grown up on guys like Gronk who are like yeah, yeah. a party guy, like, so that, that kind of shapes our perspective on what we really thought. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like it, it no doubt, de- like no doubt it happens. Um, yeah. But you know, you, you guys have to be smart. Um, you go out, you get caught, you get in trouble. So um, that's the biggest thing that people have to think about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
And I mean, I when when you talk about like the locker room and everything, I think of like the Saints locker room. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember the video. Yeah, where they, they were all they were all like jamming out to Chopper style and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun vibe. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing like Sean Payton dancing with them too. You know, that definitely looks like it just looks like a great time overall. And uh, another question I want to talk about, you know, more relating back to your personal life at UVA, outside of like the basketball team, because I know we uh, spoke about that. What would you say is like a really big event or just something you really enjoy doing at UVA that, you know, it could be a tradition or just uh, something that isn't a tradition? Uh, so we have this thing called lighting of the lawn. Um, mm-hmm. It's like right before winter break and uh, everyone goes, you know, and they, they have all the lights and it's kind of like a, um, like a Christmas light show. So mm-hmm. that's what we do. I, I did, I do enjoy that. I know what, when my first year couldn't go my second when finally went this past year. So uh, that's huge for me. I like going to that. Um, and it's just, yeah, all around good time. Yeah, I mean, you know, for uh, for me personally, you know, JMU, they have Frog Week, which is like, you know, they have that oh, yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. The whole like concert and stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, really looking forward to that stuff. Uh, you know, for for me with JMU, you know, when we talked with Terrell Jana, I uh, I sent the link with our interview to all my JMU friends. They're like, man, you why are you expecting expecting us to listen to this? We don't we don't like UVA, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like at least they're not tech. Like I'd right, rather right. like. I don't want to talk to like I, I mean I'll gladly have any tech players on the, on the podcast, but like we we don't like tech like that's just how it is. I feel like JMU because I know some people at JMU. I'm actually a buddy from Hawaii. I went to middle school with goes to JMU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's half and half. You know they they like JMU, but then they also like they're between UVA and VTech. Mm-hmm. So obviously I like the ones who are all UVA. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know. We're we're like we're like okay with UVA, but tech we we don't like tech like at all. Right, that, that's a right. big that. big no, big no right there. But uh, going back to uh, some more questions, I wanted to kind of transition to some NFL topics. Uh, who do you think, in your in your opinion, are the top mm-hmm. five offensive linemen in the league right now? Oh man, top five. Okay, um, we definitely have. I'm not. I'm not going to say number one through five. I'm going to say mm-hmm. yeah. there's there's five that I like. Um, I think you definitely have Philadelphia was in, in that running, um, mm-hmm. with their championship run. Um, I think the 49ers had a good team, had a good old line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Green Bay, uh, I think they, they started off strong, but I think that they started to trickle down towards the end of the year. Um, Man, LA Rams. I'm just letting you know, if you don't list this next team as your fifth team, Dorian's going to be mad. I'm just letting you know now. <laughs> Dorian, who, do you, who are you thinking of? Uh, let me see if I can grab this right here. What do you got? Got a little, got a little, little 88. Nice little star right there. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say. I didn't want to say. <laughs> that's, that's a go-to for everybody, man. That's, that's the Cowboys? That, that's a fair oh, yeah. Dallas. Go ahead. Yeah, Dallas. For sure. They, they always got the biggest dudes from Dallas. Yeah. I feel like Dallas, like, if you're not 6'6", they're not picking you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you're not 6'8", they're not picking you. Yeah. I hate the Cowboys, man. I'm a, I'm a Giants fan, and, you know, I can't really uh, talk because Ooh. our line is not Ooh. the best. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully yeah, next definitely. season. Hopefully next season, you know, we got Andrew Thomas now. He's a he's an excellent offensive tackle. So I'm mm-hmm. really hoping, uh, you know, our offensive line, you know, somehow gets in like maybe the top 15 rather than bottom 15. But you know, I think all those O lines you mentioned are extremely like 
elite offensive line. I can't really think of anyone else. Like maybe uh, maybe the, the Colts, Saints, maybe the Colts. Yeah, Colts oh yeah, maybe. the Colts, the Saints. Yeah. You know, those are really two other teams I could really think of. You know, the Colts. They got Quentin Nelson is something else. He is. Oh yeah, no awesome. doubt. He's an animal. He's an animal. Yeah, he's, he's a once in a lifetime absolute beast. Yeah, for real. He really is. Uh, Dorian, I'm gonna pass over to you now for a few questions. Yeah, man. Uh, so since we're on the NFL, do you? Who would you say is uh, one of your favorite players in the NFL? Like, gr- whether it's growing up or – Okay, yeah. So, I, it, it's kind of weird. So, when living in Hawaii, we had this program um, where, you know, kids could come and they used to play with, like – or get coached from NFL athletes. And so, one player was Colt Brennan. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is, but he was a quarterback at Hawaii, very mm-hmm. infamous down there. Um, so, growing up, he was my favorite player um, as a young kid. And once I moved to Hawaii – um, it easily became Joe Thomas, um, had the most snaps, cons- uh, consecutive snaps, all around a great player, great guy. Um, and he's actually uh, on the rocks new show. I think it's like Titans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's an animal on there. Yep. So yeah, he's a good guy, good player, very, um, technical player. You know, he doesn't always have the, the strength or, uh, power to be guys, but he understands different like weak points and all that. So that's where, um, I looked, who I looked up to a lot when in high school. Yeah, Joe Thomas is definitely – he's probably one of the best left tackles of our entire lifetime that we've seen. Oh, he's the best left tackle of all time. Well, he's the best of all time. Yeah. If, we're talking, if we're talking, like, player, like, statistics and, like, not – obviously not team success, you know, you got to put <laughs> Joe Thomas out number one for left tackle. The man has the record for, you know, most – for uh, consecutive snaps. It's, it's insane how good he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, absolute beast. But, uh, you know, wrapping it up with, uh, with our episode today, you know, this is a question we all like to uh, end off with. Uh, what have you been doing during uh, quarantine to pass time and, uh, you know, kind of uh, keep yourself busy? Oh, man. So, you know, in the beginning it was working out. Uh, still to this day working out, but I actually, in the beginning, I didn't have any weights or anything. So I had to do body weight workouts, circuits. Um, finally got some weights from my dad's friend uh, that he let me borrow. And then something that I picked up doing was running a mile every day. So every day I try to run a mile, um, get it down to around between seven, eight minutes. I'm just above eight minutes right now. Um, so try and get it down before I get back there. And then other than that, <sighs> playing video games. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you've been playing Warzone. Yeah, Everyone's on Warzone. Yeah, yeah. that's so, like that's like the big popular one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you no know, doubt. Warzone's like the the complete wave right now. Everyone's uh, <laughs> telling us about that. You know, we've had guys on. You know, they pretty much say you know working out and then playing Warzone is like the really like the really popular answer from like everyone yeah, right yeah, now. No doubt. Yeah, I actually don't know. even play Warzone though. I play I play multiplayer, Search and Destroy, right? and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's different, and that's definitely yeah. some, that's some good stuff. You know, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while, uh, personally, but I used to be, uh, you know, solid back in the day, solid like .5 KD, you know, worst player in the squad. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was there. I was there for moral support, basically. It was it was always a good time, put it that way. But you know right, that. Right. That just about wraps up our episode for today. Chris, I want to thank you so much for coming on, man, being able to talk with us. You got anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, man. Uh, I appreciate being on here. Um, thanks for allowing me to be on here. And uh, go who's man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man, so much for being able to come on. You know, can't wait to tune in hopefully next season, see, see some great success with UVA. Uh, Dorian, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, I just want to say thanks for coming on with us. You know, it was fun. 
uh, go Cowboys, and I hope uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get to watch you play next season, man. And good good luck Appreciate next it. season with the draft and everything. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, before we sign off, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram at QF underscore Nate and Ryan and on Twitter at QF underscore NNR. We post fun content behind the scenes and updates, so be sure to like our photos and follow us there. And that'll be it for today. I hope everyone enjoyed listening, and we'll see you guys next time.